Hello again. Dwayne Brummett here with Allie Alberigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Good morning, Allie, and it's uh, nice to be with you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Always good to have a day during the week that you and I could get together and chat. So I love being here online with you as well. And I know that we strategically placed it uh, in the middle of the week, uh, you know, uh, just so that maybe you had a a bad couple of first days of the week and we're able to cheer each other up or vice versa. So uh, I'm glad to be with you. And I'm super, super excited about our topic today. We titled it In Their Own Words, but if you would, uh, take it away and kind of uh, explain a little bit what we are going to do today. Because this, I have not really heard this in in the industry, uh, other industry leaders or anything. I've not really seen anything from them quite like what we're doing today. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree. I would think that this is the first. It's groundbreaking and uh, it's the first of its kind ever. I am sure that we will see it pop up now everywhere because people tend to, you know, tend to see what we do and then utilize it in their own, you know, field or, you know, coaching circles and so on. So, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I want to start by saying that this, why is this interview so important? Um, and, and we hope that the two parents that we're interviewing today are going to be brutally honest with us. Um, our goal is to see into the minds of our clients and the parents. Uh, often at times we, can only expect or assume what a person's thinking um, with what they're presented, you know, what they think to be, you know, what we think is the greatest thing since sliced bread. However, um, we assume that, but it's not always the truth or the reality in their mind. So we're hoping to see what the client actually thinks, the parent of that student is actually thinking, and um, really understanding why they're there. Why, why did they come to us? Why are they still with us and so on? So this is going to be a really great phone call because I think that sometimes school owners, um, we have one perception and, you know, then the other perception is reality, right? So we're looking for that reality today. So I'm excited to have our two guests on and maybe you can introduce them real quickly and then then we can get started. Certainly. Well, uh, first we have uh, Mrs. Coates. Mrs. Coates has been with us for, I would say, uh, if not four years, almost close to four years because her daughter is in the program. And uh, she is uh, on her path to black belt testing this, uh, this, this year. So by the end of the year, as long as she passes everything, she should be testing for her uh, black belt. So uh, she's been, been with us, I, I would say, what, close to four years, if not four years, ma'am? It, it, yeah, it'll be four years in January. All right, perfect. And then uh, the second uh, we have on the call is Mrs. Chandler. Now, Mrs. Chandler has an army of kids. Uh, she's yeah. been with us for uh, for two years now, and uh, I think the highest rank is uh, red belt. So that's two years into our program right now. And uh, let's let's see, uh, I, I, what seven? You got seven of you? Yeah, seven in the program. Right, right, okay. And then I know your husband was uh, uh, involved for a while too. So uh, we have a, a bunch of different perspectives here. So. Uh, Allie, whatever questions you want to ask, ask them. And, and by the way, let me just say, just so that everybody knows tra- full transparency here, number one, neither one of them will pull any punches with the questions that are going to be asked. <laughs> number two is, um, you know, I, I, I picked them or I asked them for a couple of different reasons. One is because I have a personal, not that I don't have personal relationships with others, but I have a personal, more of a personal relationship with both of them. And I knew that uh, they would be uh, some good perspectives, uh, you know, they would have some good perspectives on this call, and I knew both of them would be brutally honest. Um, and we've not always, you know, with one of them specifically, we've not always, well, I would say both of you, we've not always, we've had discussions, let's put it that way. I don't want to say see eye to eye, but we've had discussions before in my office or even out on the floor. So, uh, I think that they're perfect for, uh, you know, what we're going to do here and, and why we title it in their own words. So, Allie, uh, hit it, man. Great. Well, what we'll do is I'll, I'll ask a question, and then either one of you or both of you can answer in your own words. So the first question is probably we should start from day number one. What brought you to the martial arts school in the first place? And what I mean by that, what specific goal did you want to achieve or accomplish uh, by bringing your children to the martial arts, you know, whether it be self-defense or whatever else. What, what were your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? Should I, I, I should, thoughts. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
So how about Mrs. How about Mrs. Mrs. Coates first? How's that? Okay. Okay. I got her in well for self, you know, defense. I wanted her to be able to handle herself in this world today. Um, she was very uh, shy and quiet, and she also had a very bad temper. So I got her in for, you know, to, to open up. She's learned how to control her temper. And, you know, if anybody ever messes with her, she can handle herself. Okay, That's good. That's why I did it. Okay, great. And Mrs. Chandler? Yeah, um, ours was a little different. Um, actually, my third child had um, gone... Um, and been invited to a birthday party um, from a student. And that birthday party happened to be at the karate studio. And the follow-up to that was an invitation, the trial invitation to try out karate. And when I received the phone call, um, I I just felt like, why, sure. You know, he he loved the birthday party. Um, so I said, sure, sign him up. Um, at the time, I thought it's two, you know, it's two weeks trial. We can give it two weeks. We can try it out and see how it is. And if he doesn't like it, no sweat off our back. Um, so we did that, and he he tried it and loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, and when we came back to the follow up appointment after the two week trial, um, just really felt like that was something that we should do. Um, you know, I, I liked the atmosphere of it. Um, I did notice that it appeared that there was more than just kicking and punching being taught. And some of the things intrigued me. And so I thought, you know, let's let's go ahead and try this. And then it just kind of snowballed from there where um, I have a total of eight children right now. And the majority of them just said, I want to do it too. Um, and so it, it kind of you just snowballed from there, and since then, um, I've just really fallen in love with the program itself and, you know, beyond the kicking and punching and just what it has to offer. That's awesome. That's a great answer, and thank you for that. And I, I think it kind of leads into my second question ahead of time, um, but maybe Mrs. Coates can elaborate a little, too. I wrote, do you remember how you found Mr. Brummett's school? Um, was it through phone book, referral, internet? I know that, Mrs. Chandler, you said it was through a birthday party, which is great. Um, but how about you, Mrs. Coates? How did you find Mr. Brummett's school, TriStar Martial Arts? It was on the radio, and he was having a special going on for Christmas. And I asked a few people if they've heard about him, and they're like, yeah, you know, I heard it's really good. So that's how we tried it. Excellent. I went in and did a special, and she liked it. That's great. So you were, so you were brought to it by what we call outside-in marketing, basically putting an ad out there or maybe doing a birthday party and, you know, getting mm-hmm. you interested in the martial arts and then coming down. That's that's phenomenal. So, Dwayne, that's all working for you on your end right there, getting people to recognize <laughs> that. So that's great. But um, before you came, and this is a question for both of you, before you came to the school for the first time, even though you came to the birthday party, what did you per- expect to see? Like, what what was your expectations of a martial arts school? The You know, the environment, was it like gym-like to you? Like, I'm just trying to get in in your heads, like, what did you see the martial arts in your imagination or what did you expect? Was it like what you expected when you came in for the first time? Was it, what was it? For me, for me, it wasn't at all what I expected. (laughs) Um, No, I, in my, I, in my mind, I expected to walk into a gym, uh, smelly, a smelly, stinky gym with, yeah. you know, just guys hanging all over each other, punching each other up and all of that. So at first I was right. apprehensive because yeah. my kids are kind of young and I'm kind of a mama bear and I don't want them to, you know, get hurt and all of that. And um, So, you know, I, 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 in my mind, that's what I was getting myself up to. It was like, okay, we can try this. Other people do it. You you know, you can stretch yourself, Allison. So, um, so we walked in, but that's not what I found. And right. it, it it made, it comforted me that I didn't find that. So that that was good. That was good. Yeah, I, I know, and and I love what you just said because that is that is what where I would like to know. Like, so let me just continue with that question for you, and then we can have you uh, you also answer. So um, so you came in Dwayne's environment, clean, 
smelled nice. It was people were friendly, right? You didn't you didn't get it all with that old Karate Kid kind of martial art TV movie um, kind of vision of what maybe you thought would have been. It was totally the opposite. Exactly, it was exactly. the opposite. Um, just came in, sat down. Um, the the office staff was nice. All of the instructors were nice, pleasant, very very. Um, uh, kind of to the vest, if you will, you know, weren't, you know, chatting it up overly so, but, you know, just um, stood there with a friendly kind of respect about themselves. Um, if a parent had a question or has a question, you know, they'll answer kind of, uh, not shortly, but not like, you know, overly involved conversation, you know, but um, but very kind and very loving, um, and it just made me feel comfortable leaving my kids in the room with them. That's awesome. They're very good. So that was Miss. Or Mrs. Chandler. Yeah, it was Mrs. Chandler. Yep. Yeah, so I, I, I'm going to make sure I ask that by name from now on so that we, we don't step on each other. So so that's great, Mrs. Chandler. Thank you, because that's really important to us to understand, like, the perception. Because I remember when I was younger and Dwayne and I started in the martial arts, it's a way different environment than it is now. I mean, it's very professional, um, somewhat more so than other businesses, you know, like gyms and all these other places. So, Mrs. Coates, what was your impression of the, the studio when you first came in? exactly the same. I mean, it was very clean. Everybody was polite, um, loving, welcoming. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised because I guess I would, was thinking of a gym and, you know, um, my my oldest actually was in karate not very long, 27 years ago, and it was like night and day. I guess you could say. <laughs> right, night, right. Was day. <laughs> well, tell me, tell me a little bit about that. What did you have when it was 27 years ago? What did you, what did you experience? It was in a garage. Okay. It was like a gym setting. It was smelly. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very stern. My, okay. My, you know, my son did not, was like, uh-uh, someone's going to tell me what to do, yelling and screaming and, yeah, that that wasn't working. Okay. Could I could, I, inter- here, I, interject, the, could I interject this word? Uh, a lot of testosterone. Yeah, extreme. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I so, mean, don't get me wrong. I was fine with that, but he wasn't. Right. You know. Right. And these guys are like loving. You could tell they care about the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. that's what I like about. TriStar. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, let's let's jump into a little bit of uh, some of the tougher questions where we want to just get your real brutal, honest opinion. So, like, if you can pinpoint one thing, and let's go with Mrs. Chandler first, um, what is one of the most confusing things you had to deal with or get used to or weren't used to within the martial arts school, within Mr. Brummett's school? Um, was it rules or the layout, how they taught, or, um, you know, the dogma or traditions of the school? Were there, was there one thing that you were like, mm, I don't know if I like this anymore, or I, I don't know why they have to do this? What was your thoughts? Yeah, I, like I mentioned earlier, I am a true mama bear. I have lots of little kids around me, and I am an overly protective, in some cases, mama bear. And so the the, the thing that came to mind when you asked that question was, um, just the sparring, and um, once they get past the belt, the belt sparring. I was okay with belt sparring. It's kind of like flag football, you know, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But once we once we got past belt sparring, and they needed to wear pads, and they were actually, you know, whopping each other and going at it. Um, I had to really take a moment and just, you know, think: Is this what we want to do? Are Are we really doing this? <laughs> Um, yeah, but I, I, I did, I balanced it. I thought about it for a long time. Um, because I, I had one moment where one of my sons came and he had gotten punched in the, in the eye and he was, you know, I got hit in the eye and, and one of the instructors said, well, duck next time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, and I was thinking, that's not the right response, you know? Right. <laughs> that, right. That's not, that's not the, that's not the mama bear response, you know? But, um, but I had to, I had to balance that out. I had to, to, to look at, okay, it, you know, they are taking these punches, they're getting stronger because of it, um, you know, and yes, he's overcome that, and yes, he's realized, you know, 
that he needs to dust or move or what have you. But I balanced that with what also was offered at the school um, and mm-hmm. saw that, you know, there's a, there's a greater picture here. And I, I overall liked the greater picture. And so I, you know, kind of the mama bear every once in a while when she starts to come out, I have to squash her and say, big picture, big picture. Um, right. There is a big picture here. So, Fantastic. so that, that so- for me was big. And that's that's very powerful. I mean, I wish that we could uh, package that and give that to the rest of the parents to see. So a little bit of that has to do with you saying, okay, listen, I have to trust in in the in the school and and Master Brummett and see that there is a big picture. And they're, they're just not out there letting our kids get beat up. There's no they're not getting any. There's no fun in them getting beat up. But there's a reason why they're getting hit or moving and learning. And it has to always do with the big picture. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So, Mrs. Coates, was, what was your in, you know, impression of that or, or one of the things that you maybe struggled with? I struggle with, uh, I don't think he's strict enough. That's my struggle. With, hmm. with a little kid, he's great with. I mean, but I think when they get to a certain belt level, that they should be stricter. Okay. You know, like my daughter for, you know, like she absolutely loves Master Bean because he's a little bit tougher. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I struggle with. Everything else, I'm fine with the sparring. I do get a little upset when the, the bigger, bigger than my child is fighting, but, you know, we had a little incident last week, and Dwayne's like, you know, Tammy, she's tough, which she is. I give her that. Yeah. But that's basically my thing is I, I, I think they need to be a little bit, you know, to me, this is very serious. They're going into a black right. belt. Right. And it should be a little bit more stern on them. Yeah, that, you, you know, it's interesting. No more playing uh, around. I think Mr. Brum is taking notes and saying, okay, now you're going to see how it's like. <laughs> we can go. We can, we can get stricter. Uh, but it's funny, you know. I I, I find it interesting, and I'll, I'll just give my impression. Like I, I recently, probably about a year and a half ago, I had a group of parents in my lobby, and my lobby is separate, so they watch from a on the monitors and they're seeing their kids in class and of course there's no sound and they're not hearing the words coming out of my mouth but they're just seeing their kids fighting and um they're up in up in arms in the lobby oh my god he got hit little kid fell down and and you know they're not really seeing what i'm saying like hey stop falling down you know stand up hold your hands up be stronger and uh you know so their impression is like their kids are getting brutalized so um I think that that was just uh, interesting to me. And then when I went out and I told them, I said, why do you have them here? You do realize that it's a martial art. We do hit each other. We do kick and punch each other. That's part of it. As if football, you know that they're going to get tackled or maybe slammed into each other. So I always wonder, and that's where my next question is, is there sometimes like a disconnect because we think of the martial arts and we want them to learn the values, but we don't want to learn or we don't um, know that sometimes with those values, comes some of the hardcore training that goes in, into it. Does that, is there any, does either one of you, I mean, Mrs. Coates want to maybe possibly, um, you know, talk about that, like tying those two together. I guess that's the big picture you were talking about, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, tie, I don't know how to explain it. Let me take back, back in June, this is you know, them sparring and them fighting. And I understand all this happened, but back in June, Mr. Brumman had told the kids right now he was, it wasn't about the force right now. It was about the, the technique. Right. Getting them to learn that technique. And a lot of these kids, including my own, want the force. Right. See what I'm saying? So it's kind of yeah. like, I just wish they would listen. <laughs> you know, I want, yeah. I want the technique. I, I understand they have to have the force eventually, but when they're out there sparring, and, you know, my daughter is 125 pounds and there's this kid close to 300, you know, right. slams her in the face. You know, it's like, whoa, you know, you're not even right. listening. You're, it's about the technique. Yeah, exactly. And you then know, I guess, an of, actual course, fight. of course, it's the mama bear or me, the papa bear, oh. where we're like, protect our kids. Like, listen, stupid, you, you were told not to hit that way and, and you want to get out there and, that's and, me. and get in the ring. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I that's me. <laughs> Yeah, fantastic. I do appreciate that honesty. So, um, how about you, um, Mrs. Chandler? Did you do you feel like that sometimes, like we want something for our child, we want them to learn the benefits, but it's hard for us as parents because we 
sometimes want them to get the experience of the real world without the pain and bumps and bruises that we've experienced. We want to kind of eliminate that portion from their lives, but still get them to do the same, to learn the same lessons. Do you find that to be the case at times? Um, Sometimes, yeah. I I will say that I am... I probably, even though Mama Bear comes out, um, I'm probably not as crazy Mama Bear as some people can get. So when, when the, you know, my kid gets hit in the eye and, you know, he's told to, you know, you need to duck, um, I will say that since we started the program over the, over the past couple of years, part of me has changed as well. Um, so I'm like, yeah, you should have ducked now right you know, right you know um so i think i think overall i've grown also um in this program with the kids um right. and and everything everything for the better um everything wow. for the better for everyone i i love that that's a great answer and and uh, you know I, yeah i guess even though i always say that we can't train the parents because we're teaching the children but in essence when they're watching and going through this process with them I often say, I wish there was some sort of black belt that we could give to a parent. As their kid gets their black belt, they get some some sort of an award because, yeah, they've been through the – they didn't physically get through the bumps and bruises and the struggles, but they've they've been through it with that child, you know. So it is a a big learning experience, and it is this kind of ups and downs along with them. So I applaud both of you um, for for sticking with that and doing that. So that's awesome. So let me ask you another question. So this gets into more of the business side of things. So, and and we'll go to Mrs. Chandler first on this for the answer. Like, do you feel that compared to all the other things as parents that we could put our children in, is the martial arts um, competitively priced, priced too high, underpriced? What are what are your thoughts in that area as far as that goes? Um. We are kind of an exception, I think, um, because of the number of people we have um, in our family. So the budget gets stretched in in, in huge ways. Right. Um, but but looking at it, the way Master Brummett has it set up, um, it I think it's an awesome deal. Um, okay. I had years ago. I had years ago a daughter in dance, and I felt like every little thing was costing something at every you know every turn. There was another something that you had to purchase, and right. the way the the way he has this set up um, with you know certain things included and and makeup lessons and the way the schedule works, I think it's brilliant. I absolutely right. think it's absolutely brilliant. Um, it's it's very expected. Um, I know um, you know what was coming, et cetera. Um, I. I don't feel like at any point that there was something that I wasn't aware of um, at that moment um, in time, you know, for budget-wise and all of that. That's great. Fantastic. How about you, Mrs. Coates? How do you, how do you feel on that? I, I feel the same because I had my daughter in ballet, and, yeah, it's just, you know, every time you turn around, oh, you got to buy this, you got to buy that, and, yeah, he. The, I think the price is fair with him, and, you know, there isn't nothing any secret. Oh, now you got to pay for this. You know, that's great. Up front, it's 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 really good. Good deal. Yeah, and I and I know my daughter. She did three dances, so we paid for each dance, right? Each each whether it be tap or top or whatever. Then we had to pay for the recital, and then we had to pay for three outfits. And by the time you yep. get done, it was a heck of a lot cheaper to be in a martial arts school. Um, and, <laughs> yes. uh, and then, and I found like what my frustration was is that I would see how much my kids learned as a martial arts teacher compared to my daughter learning one dance that they worked on all year to perform it on stage one time. So I, I mm. found that so much was more uh, offered. So, um, okay, according to well, the Well, now, prices, Allie, then, Allie, 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 uh, yeah. you are a little biased. You are a little yeah, that, biased when you. That's when you true, that, though. Just so that the listeners understand, <laughs> there's nothing well, against I, dance. <laughs> no, no, no. I, and I and I am biased only for the fact that, like, like both Mrs. Coates and Mrs. Chandler said, I kind of knew what I was getting and what I was paying for. Sometimes with dance, it seemed like every little thing was an add-on, additional thing, and so on and so forth. However. I wasn't always impressed with what I got for my money. Meaning, like, I feel like she spent an entire year to learn one dance routine. Right. But in the martial arts, we for a whole year is a whole year of all different lessons. So I thought there was much more for what I paid for, if that makes sense. Oh, it it does. I just was playing devil's advocate there a little bit. Yeah. 
So then for both both Mrs. Coates and Mrs. Chandler, then you obviously feel that you're getting what you pay for and the values and the lessons are there for you as well. Um, do you also feel like what you're getting is life-changing for the children or do you see it as just another um, another activity that your kids participate in or do you hold the martial arts higher than let's say a sport in school or soccer baseball what are your thoughts on that where do you put the martial arts in your priority level in your families um and number I, one for I, our this, family okay yeah, we'll have this, Mrs. Um, Mrs. Yeah, go ahead go ahead whoever would like to speak um, i'm mrs chandler um i'll share right. that this hands down has more life lesson in it than any other sport that my kid has been in. Um, I this like this is leaps and bounds above anything else, and I, it's because it's more like I mentioned earlier. It's more than just the kicking and the punching. Um, I have a couple, four actually, kids who are um, doing the leadership program, um, and I don't know if you've talked about that in the past, but. Um, I have four kids in the leadership program, and they are, in addition to, you know, using different weapons and doing different forms and all of that, they're required to um, read and answer questions that are, um, you know, you know, think about, um, I used to be a school teacher, and we had every quarter or whatever, we'd have a, like an in-service day. They'd have some speaker come in and, and talk to us for, you know, half the day about, you know, eight ways to do this or seven ways to do this. Um, and it was kind of past the point. You know, I was in my early 20s, and by that point I thought, you know, I am, you know, I know this stuff already. But my kids, um, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, they are getting this information and getting these things to think about that are life skills that they are working on and considering. And I see that growing them mentally and it's beyond the physical aspect of things. And that is what makes the program what it is in my eyes. I see it as leaps and bounds above any other any other program. Is it just wow. martial arts? No, there's more here to it than just martial arts. I don't know that we would get this. I don't believe we would get this at any other local martial arts program in this area. Um, it is, it's more than that. But I, you know, right. it's, it's, it's definitely more than that. Yeah, and I love that answer. And I know that Mr. Brumman has an amazing school. Um, however, though, I do believe that martial arts in general, if taught correctly at the right school, is exactly what you said. It's way more than just, you know, in fact, my slogan at my school, it's not just kicking and punching, it's the martial arts and beyond. So it's the kicking sure. and punching, but way more than that. So that was Mrs. Sure. Chandler that was speaking? Yes. Okay, so Mrs. Coates, what do you think about that? Do you feel that you, um, you know, you're getting more than what you're paying for, and do you feel that you're getting, you know, way more than other activities? Oh, most definitely. Um, that's like number one in this household. She, I mean, she's grown so much. She has some like self-respect is unreal. I mean, when she meets somebody now, she looks them straight in the eye. It's teaching the handshake, you know, and she gets compliments like, oh, you got a nice firm handshake. You know, she's 13 and she's, you know, planning on her college and where she wants to go all because of, like, the paperwork and leadership asking them about their future. So now she's, wow. like, worried about it, you know. She's like, I'm going to, I yeah. want to go to Stanford. I want to be an OB, you know. And it's, you know, I have other children She's my youngest, and they, at 13, weren't planning their, you know, life already. Right. Exactly. Very so the, mature. So you feel that the exactly. martial arts is giving that one child a, a, a little bit of an edge because of the program that they're involved with? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Sure. The, I mean, the self-discipline that you learn from the kicking and the punching and the, um, you know, the respect just of the belt levels and all of that, you know, that that is a great start and then you add additional pieces to it and it 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 really can transform a person. I can. She had that bad temper, a horrible right. temper before I started this. And now she has learned to control it. You know, she right. doesn't just fly off the handle. She knows, she knows she can control it and I firmly believe it's from being in martial arts. That's outstanding. Now, I'll give the question to both of you, of course, but I'll, I'll ask Mrs. Coates first. So then, um, what is your philosophy on 
on quitting. So, you know, we hear this all the time in our industry. Um, the, uh, you know, the Alberigo, that's my last name, the Alberigo family, we're not quitters. They're just going to, they'll finish their three months <laughs> and then quit. Uh, you know, like, so what is, what is it, you know, have you come in, come up to where you know, the children were demotivated and how did you, you know, did you push them through that? And what's your philosophy if they give you a hard time and they don't want to go anymore? What would you do? So let's have Mrs. Coates right. answer that first. I'm actually going through this right now with her. <laughs> okay. This is the second time she wanted to quit before. Um, and Mr. Brummett and I had talked with her, and then she got better about it. Now we're back to I want to quit, and it's like you are not quitting, and that's what it is here. When we start something, we're going to finish something. Right. You know, I know you're bored right now. You can do this. It's not going to happen. Um with her, we just have to give her that pat on the shoulder and not to be biased, but I think my daughter's very, very good at what she does at that school. And mm-hmm. it's like, why are you, like, wanting to quit? You know, you are amazing at what you do. You know, before you wanted to go in and you wanted to help teach when you got a little bit older. Right. So keep that goal going. Keep that goal going. I'm not letting you quit. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> You better figure out what you need to get through this because it's not happening. That's great, though, and I applaud you for that. I wish you could hear me clapping. I don't know if you can. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I wrote an article. It's my biggest on my blog, one of the largest download article, almost 14,000 downloads, and um, it was called I Quit. And it was basically mm-hmm. a culmination of what you just said. The, the the final decision is yours. And as a parent, you decide that I know mm-hmm. as a kid this is good for them, and I'm not going to let them screw up and make a decision to quit just because they're bored or they're having a hard time. And you're like, hey, listen, you're going to get through this, and I don't care what you're feeling at this moment, but you're sticking with it. And that's the rule of our mm-hmm. house, and that's it. So, Mrs. Chandler, what do you think about that? Um, we, we're definitely not quitters. Um, we finish what we start, my husband and myself. We definitely try, um, to, you know, instill that in our kids. Um, we also, we also consider that, you know, life situations happen. So we're trying to teach our kids a balance, um, of, you know, real life versus, you know, a complete gung-ho approach to something. And that comes through evaluation, um, self-evaluation. Um, I, as a parent, could very well say, you have to do this for, you know, the rest of your life. And the kid could be, you know, loving it for a while, hating it for a while, you know, all of that. Um, but my, for myself as a mom, um, I've, I've thought about this because I've seen other parents push so hard that the kid can't quit. Um, and I've seen the other end where the, the parent lets the kid quit at every, you know, little, you know, knock that they come come by. But right. For for our family, it comes it comes into evaluation. Is this working? Is it meeting our expectations? Is it um, helping us get to the goals that we want as a person, as a human being overall? So it's it's bigger than you know I'm bored at the moment. It is is this something that I need to work through to help me reach my goal as a person? Um, and so that's how we approach things as a family. Um, and so we honestly haven't had a whole lot of I'm I'm bored, I quit, all of this, um, because we're constantly looking at the goals overall, um, how this how this affects you. Um, you know, it might hurt for a while right now, but then do you grow in the long run? Absolutely. Um, but I have I have I've had friends who let their parent you know let their children um, come home and say I'm bored, and they're like sure that's fine, you don't have to go anymore. And I'm mm. not sure that I agree with, with what that's teaching the child. Um, and I've right. also seen the other end where I've seen the other extreme where you can't quit. I mean, you will not quit. You know, you have to finish the program. It's 18 years long. You know, whatever it is. But right. know, it seems like this the limited amount of time. I've seen parents also push the kids so hard. But it, but the lesson is don't quit, don't give up. Um, right. But without any kind of self-evaluation, I think that there's something missing there. So that's just how we as a family approach that. Yeah, and and I like that. It, it really opens up my eyes because, you know, I've been doing martial arts for 50 years. My daughter's 19. She's been in the program since she's 20 months old. And I never gave her an option to stop. Now she's in college, and now she's home for the summer. And I listen, you want to come to the dojo or not? Do you want to stay home? No, no, Dad, I'll go with you. And there were times where we would go to competitions, and she, she didn't love to spar. She still doesn't in, in the fighting in the tournaments. 
So she'd say, hey, Dad, I'm not going to spar today. And she'd start taking her gear out of her bag. And I'd say, okay. And then I go, why are you taking your gear out of your bag? And she goes, because you said it's okay that I don't want to spar. And I said, yeah, it is okay that you said you don't want to spar. Put your gear back in because you are gonna, you're going to spar. And, uh, and I'd make right. her do it. And then inevitably, she was never always the happiest about doing it, but I always pushed her past and out of her comfort zone and um, yeah. always wanted – because I knew what I went through as a kid, and I knew if I could get her through it, it would change her life forever, and it, and it has. So that's yeah. great. So do you, where do you kind of – what what kind of level do you, do you put martial arts on in your personal life? Is it as important and in a different way, but as important as like public school or other – things what where is martial arts on a scale of you know one to ten in uh, in your lives when it comes to your child's education and them growing up and let's go with mrs chandler first okay well now i'm gonna i'm gonna totally you know label myself the crazy person (laughs) maybe but um we we homeschool our kids so right there um i think it it kind of like changes things up a little bit it might be perspective maybe um, a little different, but I will say that I was a public school teacher, so I do have perspective from it all. But mm-hmm. um, we homeschool them, and so I use this. Um, I use this program and all of the additional pieces that it has to kind of complement what it is we do. If that makes sense, like it just reinforces yeah. the fact that Absolutely. you know, where I'm teaching my kids certain um, life skills and things along those lines, I think that the martial arts program just enhances that. And when my kids see it coming from someone else other than just mom, um, it really brings it home for them um, that it's not That's just great. mom, you know, being mean or, you know, what have you. It's it's life. So Right. Okay, awesome. That's a great answer. So what, let me just re- summarize that. So they're homeschooled, and, and that's because you probably didn't see the public school system as doing the job that you wanted, so you took it into your own hands. But you utilize the martial arts as a part of that homeschool experience because they're learning and they're doing other things that are in your um, your scope of what you want them to learn as life skills. Absolutely. If you if you don't if you don't um, agree with and believe in a program and embrace it, um, you shouldn't be doing it. And that's, we're doing it because we do embrace the program. That's phenomenal. Fantastic. So, Mrs. Coates, what's your thought on that? Um, well, it's like number two on the chart. School is okay. first for her. I mean, that's kind of our, I hate to say this, we our threat. You know, your grades go down, you're out of, you know, martial arts. I'm not going right. to pay for you to, you know, mess around. So, I mean, it's basically my thoughts on it. She, it, yeah, it's number two. Because she does love it. She's just, she goes through her little stages with all the kids do. Right. You know? Right. So you do say, though, like, school's number one. Martial arts is right mm-hmm. under it. Yes. Oh, that's, hey, still, yes. I'm happy with that. You know, I think that I, I would personally say that we're kind of equal in different ways. But I love that we're at number one and two. So that's phenomenal. Um, and to me, that that's super important because you put a very high value on this. You know, school is the most important thing in their lives right now, and we're right under that as far as activities go. So that's excellent. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so here's another question. So how are, how do you guys feel as far as Mr. Brummett and his staff? Are they are they approachable, easy to talk to? Do you feel comfortable talking to them or sometimes just because they're the senseis and they're their instructors sometimes you feel like a little bit um intimidated what are your thoughts on that and why don't we go mrs coach first on on that in your particular school they're approachable they're i'm not intimidated by them they're really they're just they're good people he's master brahma he's like i don't know he's like a big kid at heart (laughs) yeah so he's like Really easy. He's easy going. I mean, I've come to him. I've had some problems with her at school, you know, that she was being picked on, and I came to him and we talked about it. I mean, everybody there is very approachable, and they're just they're loving. They they open their arms and you know welcome them in. Great, great. And how about how about you, Mr. Chandler? Um, because I it sounds like yeah. Go ahead. I I um. I don't walk in seeing them as, um, like teddy bears or anything like that. Um, right. no. when I first, when I, when I first started coming, um, 
I would sit down and I'd kind of just sit there quietly and just like look around. And I'm not intimidated very much by a whole lot, um, I think, but um, it was a sense of respect, if that makes sense. Right. Like, no, be, totally be, does. Be, because of the position that they held and what they were doing, I definitely approached them with um, with a sense of respect. I had a couple of situations very early on um, where there's a there's a um, another mom um, I have since um, created a friendship with over the past couple of years that um, just the woman is just like sandpaper at first, and at one point she had walked up to. Um, uh, walked up to Master Brunet and was talking to him, and that sense of respect that I had, like I just, I had to walk away from her because she just, she did not, she was not approaching him with that kind of um, same respect, and it, right. it, it, it sat with me as like such an awkward situation for a long time, and I, I just could not do that. Um, so I think they do kind of exude this, this sense of respect about them, but they are approachable in that, you know, they are looking out for your kids. They are caring about your kids. Um, they're not going to coddle your kids. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I do think, I do think that, you know, there's that, there's that kind of aura, <laughs> if you will, yeah. um, okay. of, of respect that's there that, you know, kind of ups, ups it a little bit in terms of, um, it's not intimidating, um, but it, it's not all, you know, rainbows and clouds that that, if that makes sense. I don't know if it does. Yeah. No, it totally does. What you're both saying makes super sense. And I often find like, you know, sometimes when I'll ask my parents of my students a question or the students themselves, they may yes me to death. And uh, because they respect me, they don't want to say something that may upset me or go against what I'm trying to suggest to them. So they'll say yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, they really are not listening or taking it to heart. But being that they respect me or are slightly intimidated by my title and who I am, um, sometimes there's not a lot of truth there, and then sometimes we, we're not meeting on the same mindset or the same playing fields because I'm not getting the truth out of it. So um, I find that interesting. Okay. I'm I'm glad. Like there there has to be a certain reverence, I believe, for teachers in the martial arts or people that we hold in high regard. And I believe in our society today, um, maybe it's not taught in schools as much. It's always uh, yeah. you know the mindset is taught. Hey, we should buck the system. People who are successful or higher in whatever ranking and more, like we, we don't really want to give them credit because they don't, you know, it's just not the right thing. We're always bucking the system, so to speak. So I find that right. to be a hard, hard thing in the martial art these days. So, okay, well, and if, I could, if I could yeah, quickly ahead, interject, I, I, I've always, and I, I've tried to do this where I want people to respect me for my personality, not my position. And whether it's, parents or not, but specifically students, I want them to respect me for my personality, not my position, because then if they respect me for my personality, then I'm going to be able to have a, a, a longer-term relationship with them, that which in turn allows me to be much more of a influence in their life for a lot longer. Um, if they just respect me, respect me for my position, they'll do what I ask them to do when I ask them to do it, how I ask them to do it, but they may do it just because of that and then develop some disdain for me and then that relationship is broken um whereas if i do it what i would say is for the right reasons with regards to having them respect me for my uh, personality it's not that i don't have a position but if i can right. get them to you know like me <laughs> and respect me that way, then then uh, I, there's this longevity that happens. Whether they stay with me to Black Belt Beyond or even if they're only there for three months, um, it's just a much better overall situation, if that makes sense. If I could share a quick story, um, it, it, your comments there, Mr. Berman, made me think of um, the moment that I first had, um, like, a true respect for you as a person um, I was sitting there watching my kids at class, didn't know anybody. We were only, we hadn't, we'd only been there for a couple of months. Um, I just kind of sat in the corner and watched class. My kids did class, they left. Um, but there was this one moment where Master Brummett came out and there was a parent who was leaving and he had purchased some equipment and had overpaid by a penny. A penny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had overpaid by a penny. And Master Brummett came out, he saw that parent pass by, and he came out, and he chased down that parent, 
And I, he didn't know I was watching, or maybe he did. I don't know. But I was, I sat there and I watched this inter, you know, this interaction between Master Brummett and his parent. And he handed him back the penny and said, "You overpaid by a penny. I wanted to make sure I got this back to you." And I thought to myself, "Yep, yep, that'll do it." You know, um, if you're willing to look at the little things, the little details, then you're definitely going to be. Um, you know, mindful of the big, the big things as well. Um, you know, not letting the, not letting that one little scent go by. Um, and That's that great. for me was the moment, that was the moment for me where I was like, you know what? This, this man is a respectable person. Um, and that wow. kind of sealed it for us. <laughs> yeah. That's an outstanding story too. And, and I love that. And I know that about Dwayne. He's always, you know, he's always looking at the small fine details and he really does walk the talk and, and, you know, walk and talk the walk, you know, that or that, that saying. So, I mean, absolutely. So one, one other question too. Uh, well, I have only a few more cause we're, we're running a little uh, behind, but, or not, we're like 12, 15. So we have about 10 more minutes. So do you both, both go to like the special events, the summer camps, the parents night outs? Um, if not, why? And if you do, why? Um, maybe we could go with Mrs. Uh, Coates first. Um, are you a part of all of those events besides the regular martial art classes? No. Okay. <laughs> We're not. Okay. That's, it's just no, that's, she, she doesn't like Star Wars, and so she doesn't want to do that. Um, the night out thing. No, right. because her brother lives next door, so if we want to do something, she goes over there to see her nieces okay. and nephews. Right. That's the only reason why. I mean, she okay. has wanted to do the all-nighter, but um, I'm like – you are not doing the all-nighter and being up all night, and I have to deal with you the next day. Okay. Do you find that <laughs> – do you, do you also find it, – it's a, is it a matter of finances or money? Is it, is, do you weigh it out and oh. go, hey, do I need to pay for this, and it's not a value, or is it just that she doesn't really have a desire to be there and you don't see a value in it, or what is it? She she just doesn't have a desire. Like I said, the Star Wars stuff, she doesn't like Star Wars. It, you know. Well, and if I could, if I could interject, when we have tournaments, inter-school tournaments, she's one of the first ones to sign up. So she is involved. With oh that. yeah. And I keep okay. asking. She keeps asking about a tournament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So how about Mr. Chandler? We we don't do those things, but for us, like I said at the beginning, I've got eight children. Um, yeah. And for us, it's it's just it's a budget issue. But my kids, whenever the all-nighter comes up, they're, you know, they're begging me, can we do this, can we do this, can we do this? And, you know, if if I had all the money in the world, they most definitely would be there. Um, but for us, it's just purely a budget issue. And it's not that it's overly expensive. However, multiply by four, five, yeah. you know, however many can, can participate in it, that's when it gets to be well, I, a little I mean, bit I'm crazy. A, I, I have one daughter, and she's in college now, and um, – I just can't see how I can afford sometimes one daughter. So I have families of yeah. six in my school and seven too. And I give the, I, my hat's off to the families that do that because it's like, you know, listen, times one is expensive. Times seven must be over, you know, it's incredible. So I give you credit. I, I mean, I can't imagine what you go through. Um, but, uh, we just have to pick and choose. We see value in it, but we just right. have to pick and choose. Am I glad that the options are there? Most definitely. We just have to yeah. pick and choose what we can what we can participate. So in yeah. your mind, though, in your mind, you see it as something that if it's an object, they would be there. You think it's fun and it's worth it, or or do you see it as just? Do you see it as like little things like buying a school shirt for you know new designs or um, a custom uniform or whatever? Some do you see those from a from a customer's point of view um, as a way? to the school to make money or do you see them as a value to the student? And the reason why I ask this is years and years ago, and it hasn't happened in quite some time, I remember someone making a comment about me going, oh, yeah, he wants to sell a T-shirt so he could pay for his car, you know, that kind of thing. And, and you know, sometimes people see it as just a money grab when, in essence, yeah. we're doing it for the client. So how do you guys see that? Why don't we do uh, you, Mr. Chandler first? You know what? You know, you'll, you'll always have that person, I think, who – who is going to say, oh, you're only doing it for this. You know, you always have that critic there, no matter right. what it is. If it's, that person's always going to be there. Um, for my children, when the new T-shirts come out every year, um, well, first of all, it's not just here's a T-shirt you can wear randomly. It's a T-shirt that you can wear during the summer months. So right. they want to be a part of that. But you know what? They just don't wear it to class. 
um, a couple of my kids, they want to wear that same T-shirt every single day. So it's right. gone beyond. It's gone beyond. This is just a nice T-shirt. It's gone to this is what I am. This is what I like. Right. This is what I'm a part of. And so it mm-hmm. kind of comes, you know, becomes part of their personality and who they are and what they are kind of aspiring to be. And so yes. it can become more. You'll always have the critic that says you're just trying to make money. That person's right. always going to be there. Whether whether you're selling lemonade or selling, you know, that person's always there. It's when you um, you encourage and you allow deeper things to happen. I think that that's that's the ultimate benefit of it. And I think yeah. Mr. Brummett, I think he does. I think he does that. I think he encourages it encourages it to go beyond just you know here's your nice T-shirt. Right. Right. Yeah. Almost like showing your school colors, uh, your your Letterman jacket or your favorite baseball team. Um, we we love to wear our favorite teams or our favorite bands on our shirts. I, I often ask my parents, like, why don't you do more of that with our school? And um, and I, I try to explain it to them. It's, you know, yeah, it, it seems disingenuous because I'm trying to sell them a shirt. But what I'm really trying to get them involved in is the full experience, right, so that they really feel like they're, like you said, with your children wearing it all day long, they feel like they're a part of something bigger. They, it's their clan or their, their family outside the regular family. And that's what my, my thoughts are. So you feel the same way? Yeah, oh, I, absolutely. I feel the same way. Yeah, now, Mrs. Coates, too, do you also, I mean, feel that way as far as the gear and, and purchases and events and so on? Well, let, let's, take, let's take Mrs. Coates with regards to the T-shirt uh, this, this uh, summer. <laughs> Mrs. Coates, okay. you want to explain? Yes, I'm, um, my daughter designed one of the T-shirts. Oh, wow. For the summer. Great. Yeah, and you know, she had a, quite a few of them, and, he picked out the one, and yeah, she she loves it. She wears that in pride. I mean, there's like when he has the sweatshirt, she has to have a sweatshirt. I mean, it, it's no, I don't think it's for the money. I think it's it's for the kids. You know, she's yeah. very proud of what she does. You know, like for instance, like we're into antique cars, classic cars. We're in a, a car club. We all have mm-hmm. our club shirts. She does not right. wear a club shirt when we go to a car show. She wears her karate shirt. Because <laughs> like, okay. that, that's her club, right? That's she's not. She's yeah, part that's of the like car that's club her thing. She, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's I mean, her pride. That's great. Yeah. So, in in I I have to say first of all, this is a real you know really enlightening thing for me, um, and I really enjoyed it. And if you have anything that you'd like to add individually about your experience, or maybe how others should possibly view the martial arts. We'd love to hear that in closing. And um, I just, first of all, want to thank you so much for your honesty. And it really, you know, hearing it from your side of the, the, you know, the coin, I think that it's just such a very insightful thing that we had today. So thank you very much. Um, but do you want to, would, would either one of you like to just, you know, give us a, like any last tidbits of information that you feel people could learn from? Well, I do. I think, I think um, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think that parents really should consider it. Um, just like just the whole change in my daughter being in this for the four years, it, it's just it's incredible. You know, it it's an experience that they're going to have forever. Right. You know, the the friends they meet, you know, the interactions with their instructors. I mean, just the self respect. It's just, it's something people really should should consider. I mean, even like children that have, you know, ADHD or ADD, I, I think that would work for them because of how they handle the children. You know, they're just it, it, teaching them the respect. And like I said, the handshake. And, I mean, they help us as parents form our children as adults. Right. Wow. Well, and I, you know, I have three kids of my own and two of that I raised of my sisters, and I wish I would have had them all do it. That's awesome. Fantastic. You know. Okay. It's just I think if I could share um, um, a couple of things. I've, I've been sitting in there, and my kids, some nights were there for three, four hours, 
um, especially during the school year. And so I kind of watch and see um, the other parents that are coming in and things that are um, going on, um, kind of just as a silent shopper, if you will. I kind of take mm-hmm. that role on myself just so I kind of yeah. watch and see what's going on. Um, and I think just overall, um, I've seen I've seen parents sit on the side and kind of complain about certain things or like, you know, just kind of share their griefs and their grievances and all of that. And um, whenever I hear those things, I always ask um, for the parent to, well, have you talked to Master Brummett about it? Have you talked to the to the instructor about it? And right. usually that, that either turns it off or, or they take it as an encouragement to go take care of the situation. And right. so um, that doesn't happen very often. Um, but in the, in the few times that I have seen a, a couple of things come up, the program overall encourages people to grow. And, you know, like I, I shared earlier, as a mom I've grown. Um, I think just overall this life experience, this little microcosm of, of the waiting room, if you will, um, right. has just incur- has encouraged me to grow, um, has encouraged me to um, grow friendships with other parents and um, mm-hmm. other individuals. And I, I really have enjoyed um, doing that and taking that on. Um, you know, just inviting people into our lives and getting to know other people. So it's it's really been, you know, it's social. Um, it helps my kids in so many different ways. Um, but just overall, it's it's life changing. Um, there wow. is, there are transformational aspects to it, and it's like it's beyond the kicking and the punching. And um, Master Grummet on the on the door, you know, he says Tri Star Martial Arts, a Christian martial arts company, and I really think that there's transformational stuff going on in that building and I really do think that that whole situation overall um, and the studio itself has been blessed um, because he's doing great work there. That's great. I love what you said. I, I think Dwayne and I could do an entire another call on that, where you said the microcosm of the waiting room, right? Because that's where people tend to voice their frustrations or they see something they don't like and they complain. I had a mom uh, say to me at one point, you you know, for like the last two days behind that garbage pail is a Band-Aid that wasn't cleaned up. And I said, where? And I had to look. She's like, right over there. Move the pail. And I'm like, oh, oh. and I moved the pail and I picked it up and threw it away. I go, I didn't see it there, but I'm wondering if you saw it, why you got yourself worked up about it and you just didn't pick it up for me. Like, I don't, you know, I didn't understand the concept. And like, and she's like, well, it's not my job to pick up. I'm like, but, or you could have told me not let it get to you. And sometimes people are not happy unless they're unhappy. I'm not the majority of people, but, um, I love that of what you said though. And it is a learning experience and parents like you who are pointing people in the right direction where people tend to want to vent rather than thinking, Oh my God, this is amazing. All the 20 good things. And maybe that one, one bad thing that annoyed them a little, they have to look at it in a different perspective. So thanks for being one of those parents that do that. So Dwayne, did you have one last question that you wanted to ask? I do. I'm kind of curious. Um, did either one of you prior to starting, and this is like maybe a two-part question, did either one of you prior to starting know that, you know, uh, we do run a Christian martial arts school? And then if you did or didn't, when you found out, uh, was it something that uh, was, you know, an, uh, an obstacle or an added benefit? So, uh, Mrs. Coates, I'll have you start first. Yes, I did know it was a Christian. And it was an added benefit. I, you know, when we, the first day we went and you guys said the pledge to the, the flag and said a prayer, I, I was, I was like, you know, this is really nice. You know, this is what, what I want my daughter to be in. I, you know, I'm, I believe in God, you know that. Um, I can't, I can't actually say I'm a Christian because I don't go to church, but I do practice Christian belief. And this has helped, like, Sienna, you know, I, like, praying and, you know, now she's like, we need to find a church since she's gone there. Hmm. It's That's just, excellent. It, it's, it, yeah, it's just been, it's, I don't know how to explain it, um, life-changing. Wow. And you this know. is, uh, I, I, this, Go ahead, Mrs. Chandler. Okay. I knew nothing about you. I knew nothing about you. I just, when we um, pulled up, saw the name on there. And at first I was a little little hesitant um, because there are a lot of people who, um, you know, 
we'll put Christian on a on a sign just to kind of get people, um, if you will. Um, so whenever I enter into that a situation like that, I'm always like, okay, well, what kind of Christian are you? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and uh, and that, like I said, that moment, um, the story with the penny. That for me was the story that that um, that was the moment where I. I knew what kind of um, Christian situation this was, um, if that makes sense. Um, and it most it most definitely is. Um, not preachy, not over the top, um, not going to beat you on the head, um, you know, with anything other than a, you know, a, a fist that's covered in gear. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> that's a joke. But, but, you know, but definitely through um, example through um, lifestyle, through um, situations, um, definitely um, definitely a Christian environment. Does wow. everyone who go, go there, are they Christian? No. I, the woman I, I, I mentioned earlier, not a Christian woman. She's crasser than crass is crass. Um, and that's why she was like sandpaper to me because I just, it just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't tolerate it at first. Um, but you know what? She was drawn to it. And she was drawn to it because her kids were being taken care of and her kids were being loved on. And, her ki- you know, all of these things that were appealing to her um, were Christian, you know. <laughs> and so, um, you know, those are the things that the message comes out loud and clear to me. Um, the label comes out loud and clear to me, um, but not from something that's going to be right up in your face, but by something that is, done by example and how things are handled in the studio. That's awesome. Well, I, yeah, and I want to just say uh, this whole uh, opportunity we've had today has been beautiful. Um, I am proud in one sense because, you know, it sounds to me like we're hitting some marks and, and creating some things that we want to be creating, uh, but it's also been quite humbling. Um, and I say that truthfully meaning that you know i some of the things when we guys when you guys were bringing up stuff was uh you know kind of making me teary-eyed because uh, that's exactly what i want to be happening even if there is conflict you know being able to uh have a resolution and then us on the other end still being friends and still being on the same page moving forward with uh your children because you know we get the privilege of being a part of that village and you allow us mm-hmm. to do that and I think you even allow us um, to be a huge impact. Sometimes uh, we, you know, I, I talk about this, that, you know, your kids deal with the, what's called the law of familiarity. What does that mean? They hear mom or dad going wah, 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 wah all the time, right? Well, but when we sure. speak and we say something, you sitting back in the, in, the, in the waiting room watching or whatever and going, that's exactly what I've been telling you. And now you're listening, you know. And so, right, brand new uh, information. In, in, <laughs> And sometimes you're, you know, we are, um, we're put above you in your kids' minds sometimes because of the position that we hold. And I just want you to know that we do not take that lightly. Um, And on the parent, on the parent, on the parent side of that, um, for a parent to be able to say, okay, I'm okay with that, um, is a really cool moment. You know, it's a really cool moment for as a parent to be able to say, hey, I'm okay with him being, you know, more, you know, whatever it is, authoritarian or discipline. You know, I'm okay with that um, because I then grow as a parent and the kid then grows as a kid overall. Um, it, 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 it's awesome. We had we had one experience where we were sitting. We had a situation come up with my oldest daughter. I don't know if you'll remember this, but she was sitting there and we, need some, we needed something resolved. And you looked at me and you said, and you looked at her and you said, are you willing to trust? that I will take care of it. And I was thinking to myself, I don't know. <laughs> but then I had a moment of peace, like, sure, yes. And I was able to then encourage my daughter to say, you know what, we've, we've put it in his hands. He's going to take care of it. We might not like the results, but he's going to take care of it. And because we trust you, we know that it's going to be done fairly, you know, to the benefit overall, you know, all of that, all of those good life lessons there. Um, and so as a parent to, to utilize that, um, you know, he, you know, he is, you know, kind of on a, sometimes a pedestal higher than mom or dad. 
to be able to utilize that as a parent is a really awesome tool. <laughs> so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My pleasure. Allie, anything else to wrap it up? No, that was it. I, I really want to say thank you so much for being on the call. I'm really, really honored, and I thought it was amazing and so insightful. And, uh, yeah, thanks for sharing all your, your true experiences and stories. It was just really great. Absolutely. No problem. And, and I do got to – yeah, and real quickly, did any of you pull any punches? Because I know some people are going to listen to this call and go, oh, yeah. He picked the, you know, oh, no. either Mrs. Coach, I know you don't pull any punches. So did you pull any punches, <laughs> Mrs. Coach? No, no, I told you. I think you need to get a little stricter when it, they're a higher up in belt. Yeah, and let me and ask I told you, you a like question. It was. Right, uh-huh. and, and how, did we, how did we deal with that? Who's teaching that class now? Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, he's the yeah, and, I mean, and, and seriously, like Sienna, like, I don't know if it's just her personality, but she loves that. She loves that, you know, if he sees something wrong, he calls you out. You know, if yeah. you're doing, walking out of class, he calls you out. I mean, yeah. Right, right. Now, who's, okay. who's going to do it when he has to leave for a while? <laughs> I'd only be three. He's only going to be off for three weeks. He'll, he'll have a baby, okay. and I'm going to give him three weeks off, and then he'll be back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. So, I just, I, yeah, I just, the, the school is really good. It really good. I mean, you know that someone approached me trying to get my daughter to take her out of your school and put them in their karate school, and you know, I'm not, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah, I went to the school, I checked it out, and no, it's not, not, it, it, they can't hold the candle to what I'm getting there at your school for the children. Well, thank you. And and Mrs. Uh, Chandler, uh, again, you didn't pull any punches either, right? No, no. No, just Man. straightforward. I might have painted myself as crazy lady telling you I homeschooled a bunch of kids, but <laughs> no, I you know what? Every day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, homeschooling is, uh, in my opinion, uh, I've never been a huge fan of the public school system, so I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, ladies. I really appreciate it. Allie, thank you for uh, asking all the questions and, and, you know, obviously being the the person that's going to be non-biased because I I obviously have a a bias in this, so I appreciate that. Right. Yeah, no problem. Thank you very much. And and until next time, I hope everyone enjoyed the call, all the listeners, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Dwayne. Have a great day. Yeah, and I just want to remind all the listeners – uh, that uh, you can uh, feel free to uh, uh, get access to this call and any other, other, all the other calls going to uh, schoolownertalk.com. We're on iTunes and uh, any device we're, we're on. Uh, so just go to schoolownertalk.com. Everybody have a good day.